my gosh, I'm home. I'm home. Here I am. I'm back home. It feels good to be back in California, said no one ever. Um, you know, I'm not going to move, dude. We're going to get into that. Guys, welcome to <laughs> episode 50 of the Brett Pella Show. Uh, wow. Ted Cruz, Gavin Newsom, AOC, moving, Alabama shows. Lot to, lot to say. Got a lot to say today. Got a lot to say. But first and foremost... Um, What's up? How you doing? Feel good? This episode is brought to you by Bioptimizers. Uh, Masszymes from Bioptimizers. They're an awesome digestive enzyme that you can take with food and you take them after you eat food or before you eat food. It'll make you feel good. It'll help you break down uh, all your food into digestible nutrients. I take them um, every Sunday at, at the very least because that's when I have my pasta Sundays and they allow me to eat a bathtub full of pasta, which I love. So uh, get a free bottle. They're doing a free bottle offer right now. You get a free bottle of Masszymes at masszymes.com slash Brent Pella free. M-A-S-S-Z-Y-M-E-S dot com slash Brent Pella free. This episode is also also brought to you by uh, Blue Blocks. You guys have heard me talk about them before. I'm going to talk about them again, dude. Blue Blocks are my favorite blue light blocking glasses. I wear them um, at night if I'm watching a movie. Uh, in the evenings, if I'm doing work on the computer, not right now because I don't want to look like a 70s porn star. Um, but I do love Blue Blocks. I've even worn them in, in some comedy videos before. Um, they're awesome. Blueblocks.com slash Brent. Get 15% off your order and uh, it'll help you go to sleep. It helps me go to sleep. Like I, I wear them at night and it filters the blue light. So my, my melatonin production is, is um, on track with what it typically should be. A lot of studies have shown that the blue light from digital devices messes with your melatonin and that messes with your sleep cycle. So I get a benefit out of them. That's why I support them. That's why I promote them. Blueblocks.com slash Brent. Dude, I'm wearing the uh, Phuket Elephant Sanctuary t-shirt here. You like that? In honor of um, this week's video of uh, Gavin Newsom delivering a message to Ted Cruz. That was a fun one, huh? Dude, I got some immediate feedback on that video that was like, wait, isn't Ted Cruz a Republican? And somebody commented like, yeah, he is a Republican. And then the person was like, then why is he making a video bashing Ted Cruz? And I was like, what? Dude, get that only make fun of the people I hate energy the fuck out of my universe, dude. Get that energy out of my vibrations, dude. I can't have that, okay? I truly don't care who you support. If there's something to make fun of them for, I'm going to do it. Because I don't... I'm, I'm trying to just do what I think is funny, not what a specific demographic of people think is funny. Plenty of other people out there for you. You want to go live your life in an echo chamber? Whether you're on the left or the right, there's plenty of people... That'll make content specifically for you and they will never offer a different opinion and you can go to them and cuddle up with all the stuff that they have to say and you can sleep easy every night knowing that you're loved. All right. <laughs> but if you're, if you're rocking with me, just, you gotta know at this point that I just don't care who it is. I'm still trying to develop my own perspective on things. And the only way to do that for me personally is to take aim and fire at anybody who I think deserves it. And Ted Cruz deserved it, baby. That dude went straight to Tulum. He was on a, his way to Tulum. If he was going to Tulum for like an ayahuasca retreat, or I guess it was Cancun, right? If he was going for an ayahuasca retreat and he already had a, like a shaman booked, I would have been on board. I would have been fine with it. 
if Ted Cruz was like, to be honest, guys, I want to, I want to apologize. You know, I, I, I saw the opportunity to, to help people in Texas, but instead I needed to, to help myself first, you know, before I could help the people of Texas recover, I needed to help myself down the path of recovery from being a, a scumbag. And, uh, and so I, I hired a shaman and I was going to go on a seven day silent meditation. Uh, but you're right. I should come back, <laughs> but no, he didn't. He was going to Cancun. And then people are like, oh, well, what could he have done? His job is in DC. They elect, I get that. I get that. I understand that. But then you look at the people who did something for Texas and here we go. You ready for this? Follow me down this little political fucking freaking rabbit hole. I'm trying to curse less. That's a, that's a note. Um, dude, follow me. All right. So then you look at the people who actually did something, AOC and Beto, right? Now I, I am not an AOC fan. I disagree with her a lot and I really don't like the way she generalizes the people on the other opposite side of party lines. I don't like when anybody does that. I hated when Trump did that and he did that his entire career. That's why people are so divided. It's a huge, that is one of the reasons there's so much division is because Trump generalized and classified everybody who isn't Republican as being a certain way. And he did it. He called them the left and then he used radical left and far left, but he, he made it, it got to the point where it was just the left. Okay. And I'm not even like, I'm not a far left. I'm not a left. I'm not anybody. I'm just fucking, I'm just fucking Brent. And, but even I could see that. And that's just one of the things, but you have to also at the same time, he did some good things, but the people who refuse to acknowledge the support that AOC and Beto are giving to Texas and, and laugh it off or shake it off as like good optics. Yeah. Hey bro, it is good optics. You know who else could have done good optics? Ted Cruz. He could have done good optics. He did the bad optics. I don't care if it's good optics. Of course it's good optics. It still happened. It still happened. There's still millions of dollars being raised. There's tangible evidence that you can trace and track down and do your own investigative journalism to find out where the support came from, how it derived, and who caused it to happen. And you're going to find AOC and Beto. All right? And you don't have to support them to acknowledge that what they did is good and to acknowledge that, oh, what could Ted Cruz have done? Uh, I guess he could have done something like that. Uh, I guess he could have done that. There's even people saying like, I don't blame him for going on vacation. If I had the means to get to Cancun, I would too. Not if you're an elected leader, you shouldn't. Not if you're an elected leader. Dude, they don't care about us. Do you realize that now? Is it starting to like, it was just a thought for me last year, but now it's like, it's almost a full blown like religious belief. Politicians... Truly, many of them, not all of them, a lot of them are like awesome people trying to do good in the world, but a lot of them do not care about you. They just don't, man. You saw it with Gavin Newsom at the French Laundry and how he refuses to share numbers. And that's a fact. He refuses to share COVID numbers because he thinks they're going to confuse people. I'm paraphrasing paraphrasing there, but I'm pretty sure that's close to a quote. He thinks... His office released statements saying they're not going to share all the numbers because it could lead to people spinning the numbers for their own misinformation opportunities. Dude, they're numbers, okay? They're not like guesses. You're not releasing hypotheses. You're releasing numbers, all right? 
Show us the numbers, Gav, man. So Gavin did it then with those things. Uh, Mayor Austin, when he went to Mexico and said, hey, stay home. Mayor of Denver, when he said, don't fly, and then he flew out of town. Sheila Cool out in L.A., county supervisor, voted against uh, uh, keeping restaurants open, and then went and dined at a restaurant that same night, okay? Now, you throw Ted Cruz to the top of that pile, dude, because he could have volunteered time to help people in the state that elected him to represent them. Yeah, he lives in D.C. Sure, he works in D.C. He represents Texas, dude. It's embarrassing that the people he ran against and beat, like Beto, are doing more to help him than anyone else. And I don't care. I don't care. You Look, if Beto said, hey, the only reason I'm doing this is to make Ted Cruz look bad, I don't care about Texans. Let's pretend he said that. Let's pretend AOC said that, okay, which a lot of people believe. Let's pretend that they said that. Let's pretend that AOC and Beto said, hey, we're AOC and Beto, and the only reason we're doing this is because we want to make Ted Cruz look bad. Still, you you would say, oh, well, you're like bad people, but what you're doing is awesome. You can't say anything else. How in the world would you say anything other than that? Would you rather them not help at all? Would you rather millions of dollars not go to help Texas? Like the, the dissonance is insane, dude. And the same people who like were so fast to receive Gavin Newsom's bullshit apology for the French laundry thing and like shrug off his mishandling of opening and closing and how lockdowns don't fucking work. And all the people that are backing him up time and again are so quick to bash Ted Cruz. And then on the other side, everybody that's backing up Ted Cruz and supporting Ted Cruz are so fast to say, oh, California needs to recall Gavin. Dude, you're all idiots. Every single one of those people are dumb. You're a big, fat dummy. Oh, you're dumb. You're a dumb, dumb, dummy, dumbo guy. You're a big dummy because none of them care about you. And you care way too much, dude. I am hot off this flight from Alabama, bro. I am hot off this plane. You can tell how uncomfortable I am. Dude, my back hurts so much. I'm taking it all out on politicians right now. This is hilarious. I wonder if this will be the podcast I get canceled for in the future. Um, I had such a shitty trip. Not trip. I, want, I, mean, I mean like the flights, like the travel was shitty. The shows were awesome. Alabama's awesome. First time at Stand Up Live Huntsville. Everybody there is, is, is amazing. Um, but man, what a terrible trip. Let me finish this thought <laughs> before I get into that. Because like... Man, and again, this is just me rambling, dude. And I know 17 people listen to this podcast, so it's not a big deal. But like, I don't understand how people will blindly support the folks in the party that they voted for. Hold all of them accountable, man. Hold every single one of them accountable. And as soon as you say something like that, somebody will throw in a name like, oh, well, do you hold Nancy Pelosi accountable? And it's like, hey, what? We're not even talking about Pelosi. You want to have a conversation about Pelosi? Set aside 30 minutes so we can talk about her mask thing. And yeah, we'll hold her accountable too. What do you Stop trying to like deflect by throwing out other people's names as weapons. You sound like a toddler, dude. And that's, I know that's like literally everybody on Twitter right now. But I'm, it's, it's so frustrating, and it, it's laughable at this point because that video I put out where Gavin – I put out a video. Uh, I did it in the hotel room 
in um, Alabama because I knew I wanted to do something. It was really funny to me. If I was in LA, I would have set up something else and probably done like a Ted Cruz impression, but because I still have the nose because good Lord, that man has a hell of a nose. And so I still have the nose prosthetic. Um, so I would have done that if I was in LA, but I was in a Alabama hotel room. So I did what I could. And it was Gavin Newsom basically saying, uh, <laughs> you went to Cancun instead of help people. Uh, why didn't you invite me? <laughs> because they both don't care about you. And even, even people like higher up than them, like holding everybody accountable would mean looking at all of the, to me would mean looking at all of their actions, bringing it all to light and asking the questions that need to be asked. And other questions that I think need to be asked are about Kamala and the 40,000 plus people that are currently in jail for nonviolent weed crimes and what she had to do with that in California. But that doesn't make any headline news and it definitely should. All right, hold her accountable and and don't let pandering and niceties and like all the all the like the great first step, all the firsts, right? We always get caught up in like the firsts, like the first this type of person to be this or the first this. And that's awesome and we sh- we should celebrate that. But that should not delete the potential for holding somebody accountable and forcing them to do their job well. I don't know, dude. Whatever. My back hurts. Man, that flight out was terrible. <laughs> like, I, I it was gonna be uh, it was gonna be me and JP in uh, Huntsville, Alabama, at Stand Up Live, and then the uh, the storm hit, and JP got stranded in Austin. He couldn't fly out, so I went out solo, and and they canceled half the shows and cut my rate in half, which is typical for, um, you know, live entertainment, at least in stand up, it is. Bummer, but I was still down to go because I've never been to Alabama, and uh, I, I heard it was a cool place, so I went out. Did three shows, met a bunch of cool people, um, but the flight out there, I was on I was on the phone with American because I was gonna I was supposed to fly through Dallas to get to Huntsville. I was gonna go L.A. to Dallas to Huntsville, and Dallas got canceled because of the storm. And I was on the phone with American, and they were like, yeah, sorry, it looks like the next available flight, uh, it's not for a couple days, because we just can't get you into Huntsville. And I was like, really? Can you look at any other airports that fly to Huntsville? And she was like, yeah, I just, you're not going to be able to get there. And I was like, I said, well, can can you just look? And she was like, all right, I'll look. And I heard the, you know when you hear that? When you're talking to the airline, you just hear typing on the, I don't know why I did the, that. You don't really hear that on the phone, but <laughs> that's a different number you call for that. And then she said, oh, actually it looks like we can get you there in time. Uh, you just got to fly through Charlotte. And I was like, well, why didn't she just do that in the first place? In my head, I was like, why didn't you do that? You're so unwilling to help. What are you, a politician? Oh, who are you, Ted Cruz? So... Uh, the flight to Charlotte was an hour delayed and they downgraded to a smaller airplane, which made it completely jam packed with people. And they, mu- they must've picked up this plane at like a garage sale, dude. Cause my legs were literally in my neck. Like my knees were up under my chin. That's how I was sitting. And then I got to Charlotte and had a six hour layover and it was 5am 
And uh, everybody else had been routed through Charlotte too on all their connecting flights because Dallas is out of operation. So there's nowhere to sleep because everybody's walking everywhere. It's jam-packed full of people. Um, but So I guess I'm complaining about planes, but whatever, dude. Fuck it. And then there was this guy at one of the shows in Alabama. It's so funny, dude. I wish I had it on tape. I would love to to post this. It's never going to happen again. But he was this, uh, um, a couple of people brought somebody to the show. He was a homeless guy. Um, or sorry, uh, temporarily unhoused. He was part of the temporarily unhoused population. And uh, awesome gesture, amazing gesture to bring somebody in from the streets and get him a beer and some food and, and show him a good time and get him to laugh a little bit. Probably could have picked a different dude, though. I don't know. I mean, you're really going to choose the first guy on the street that you see? Because this dude was rowdy. He's a rowdy guy. Rowdy dude. And, and when I say stereotypical, um, I, I want to choose my words carefully here so I don't make anyone upset. But uh, he was um, a stereotypical cracked out southerner. How about that? Is that okay to say? He had no teeth, uh, scraggly beard, messed up clothes, yelling at the top of his lungs, but not even really speaking English. It was more like a... He literally said that. And then halfway through the show, I just started talking back to him in his native tongue. I was like... And he was like... And I was like... And everybody's watching us. And then I look out at everybody. I was like, oh, sorry, me and him. We're having a private conversation. <laughs> we were speaking uh, uh, Huntsvillian. It's a mixture of Creole and meth. And it was really fun. It was like one of those fun um, crowd work moments that probably isn't funny right now on a podcast. But uh, it was hilarious. The room exploded. It was very fun. Um, so it was really cool. What else do I have to do? I was taking notes the other day because I was so mad. Um because I was so mad at everybody. I was just mad at everybody. You know what I mean? And it's like when you, when you talk about being mad at somebody and you just treat them with nothing but disdain, I don't think that's fair either. Like I remember watching Ted Cruz in the Senate hearings and like cheering him on. I was like, hell yeah, Ted. Okay, Ted, there you go. What happened? Your wife let you out of the house today? Nice, dude. Your wife take off the ball cuffs that she keeps on you? Nice, man. <laughs> he was killing it in the in the Senate hearings with Jack Dorsey and, and Mark Zuckerberg, um, the social media ones. He was he was doing a great job. He did great. It was phenomenal. Great job, Ted Cruz. Should not have gone to Mexico, dude. And then to try and spin it to make it sound like he was just going to drop off his family. And then all those texts come out from people, and it's like, dude, and people on the right are like, ah, they shouldn't be sharing that. Or like, ah, what if, how do we know those texts are real? Dude, come on, man. Like, accept it for what it is. It's real, you know? And it's the same as when people on the left were like, ah, Gavin was just with some lobbyists, like, at the dinner. Like, ah, you're you're trying to excuse behavior that is so blatantly wrong behavior. Just, just, like, tell it how it is. Break your brain open, dude, and and think freely outside of the fucking CNN Fox lines, the fucking OAN lines. Break yourself out of that OAN mindset and the CNN mindset. That's what I think it is now, CNN and OAN. 
Fox News seems to be a little better these days, but it's like, damn, dude, you know? When are we going to realize that these people just don't care? They just don't, they just don't care about us for the most part. For the most part. Maybe not for the most part. I take that back. Not for the most part, but many of them do not care about us. And they show it in their actions. You know what I mean? They show it in their actions, dude. <clears throat> Man, I don't know. I learned a lot about the stock market this weekend talking to some of the other dudes on the show. Stock market's crazy, dude. Somebody, this guy, uh, <laughs> he, was, he was on the show with me and he, he compared the uh, um, the stock market to, he was like, he was, he was breaking it down to me, right? Because I was asking him, I was like, dude, so can you just like explain the stock market to me? Like, what am I, what am I doing with my money? And he was talking about calls and puts and, and like, uh, like the margins and the, uh, a margin call and all these things. And I was like, what? And, and I like, wasn't quite getting it. And he was like, all right, but you, you have to understand, Brent, stock market investing is not like gambling. And I was like, okay. And he was like, okay. So just understand that first. Now, you know, the game craps. <laughs> and I was like, the Vegas gambling game craps. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stocks aren't like gambling, but investing in the stock market is a lot like craps because when you do a put, it's kind of like that line in the craps table or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, bro, you're, this isn't it. This is, we're gambling. We're all gambling. I lost a lot of money on, on GameStop, but you know what I got is a lesson. It was only a couple hundred dollars, but investing that couple hundred dollars motivated me to watch like tons of YouTube videos and do a lot of reading about the stock market and like actually learn a little bit about it. So it was almost like paying for a self-taught lesson. And that's how I justify losing hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Speaking of money, dude, a bunch of people bitching about ads on Instagram lately, bro. Uh, Instagram. So Instagram is just now starting to roll out ads, um, before videos like pre-roll ads. And I, I've had a lot of comments and like an, a strangely large amount of comments and DMs about um, how people don't want to see ads on videos on Instagram. And, you know, of course, there's going to be ads on Instagram. They have to monetize at some point, right? Weren't they not monetizing for like years and years and years and just accumulating valuation, however tech companies do that? And so now they're putting ads on videos. And I put ads on a couple videos to see how they did. And um, I've, I've noticed that typically videos with ads on Instagram, I'm talking about the ad, the like, re, like you'll see a Bud Light or a Ford ad. I'm not talking about the little ad read that I do at the end of videos sometimes. Like the legit sponsored ads at the beginning of videos. Uh, those videos typically get lower views for me than a video without ads. Now we're about to dive into some little fucking backstory shit right here about content stuff. So for any creators out there, this might be good information for you. Um, YouTube and Facebook have had ads integrated into videos for so long that now it's just expected by a viewer. But Instagram, you're on your phone. You're typically on your phone for Facebook too, but it's, it's just become expected that there's going to be ads. But Instagram is more like a party. Like you're kind of jumping all around. You're seeing hot chicks. You're looking at funny memes. You don't want to see an ad because you're moving so fast. 
it's like a, it kind of ruins the experience of being on Instagram at the, which is like the party app to me. And so I don't like putting ads on Instagram, but I do like being able to pay my rent every month and pay my bills and pay for my car and pay for all this new gear that I just bought that made me extremely broke. So YouTube and Facebook, um, are always going to be monetized for me. But Instagram, what I'm going to do, I'm putting out a video today. It's Monday. Today's Monday, the 22nd, when this podcast comes out. Uh, I posted my Venmo on my Instagram story. It's just at Brent Pella. PayPal is brentpella at gmail.com. That'll go to my PayPal account. Cash app is bpella23. And um, I'm going to see what kind of donations I get in lieu of the Instagram ads. Because for 100,000 views on Instagram, um, and I'm just going to share this because I don't really give a shit. I think more information should be shared, especially if there are any creators that are curious about this. I got 100,000 views on the last bro video that I did. It was how bros describe investing, right? Or how bros talk about the GameStop short squeeze. It was 100,000 views. I think I got around $115 for that. So something incredibly low. Um, it might have even been less, maybe. I don't know. Uh, now more than half you, Instagram takes more than half of the revenue. So really that video probably made 500 plus dollars and Instagram took the rest of that money, maybe a little less, maybe it made 400 plus. And I only got to see like 70 or 80 or a hundred dollars of it. And Instagram took the rest. So why would I actively want to put ads on my videos if they're getting less views than ones that don't have ads. And if Instagram gets a majority of the ad money while also censoring and shadow banning people for not even spreading false information, just sharing opinions. And I'm not talking about like the QAnon shit because that should not be shared. I'm not down for that. I'm not on board. And I never have been, but I'm talking about like, like, like uh, even JP has shared some stuff that have that has been jokes. He's put out videos with jokes. In the jokes are like making fun of Fauci and people like that. And um, I've never hated Fauci, but like I'm down to make fun of him at any time. And uh, Instagram or Facebook is trying to deplatform him, and Instagram like took a couple of his videos down. Anyways, what I'm saying is. I am totally fine with not putting ads on Instagram, but I'm, I am curious to see if people will slide a little donation through or you can send me nudes. Um, no, just kidding. That nudes are not currently accepted as a form of currency. Maybe one day, but I'm just curious to see, dude. And that's the thing. Like all, all these tech companies, they make so much in ads and they give jack shit to creators. Uh, YouTube takes at least 50% of ad revenue. And did you know this? And this is very true. And this whole podcast episode is going on YouTube. So if it gets taken down, then you know some shady shit's going on. But YouTube, will, when you upload a video to YouTube, you can cue it to be monetized, right? And even if you select no ads, YouTube can still put ads on it, and they have, and they will take all the ad money because you didn't select monetize. So you don't get a cut of the ad money. How shady is that, dude? That's shady. That's some shady shit, YouTube. You do not need all that money. You do not need all that money, dude. Give that money to the people who are allowing you to make billions of dollars. Every creator on, on YouTube should get a bonus every year, depending on how many subscribers they have. 
Yeah, you, you have ten thousand subscribers, you get a five hundred dollar bonus every year. You have a hundred thousand subscribers, you get a thousand dollar bonus. That's I, that's my thought. I don't know. My back hurts, dude. Um, I gotta go ice myself and get take a hot shower or something because I can smell myself. I think I smell absolutely disgusting. Uh, thank you for riding with me through that weird fucking intro where I'm talking about all the political stuff. I honestly just believe, dude, like we're at a point now where we stop being angry, you know, just hold people accountable where they need to be held accountable and then move on. And, 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 and we can all make it out of this weird political bubble together. We just got to stop like throwing blame at the Dems or the radical right or the far left or whatever the newest buzzword is like, yeah, disagree with policies on a policy by policy basis, express yourself, vote against it, but to tweet stuff and and comment stuff and talk to people in a generalizing, like disgusting way, you know, where you say all Republicans are racist or all, all Democrats are, are commies or whatever. It's like, just identify the specific issue. Because not every issue is a racist issue or a co- communist issue, dude. Like some people just want the planet to to be a little bit healthier and think that we could be doing more. And other people see the uh, costs of that and how that would in in uh, how that would impact our ability to compete with foreign countries and how we're not holding foreign countries together. Uh, how we're not holding foreign countries accountable. And so those are two like conflicting viewpoints, right? So just choose one and then vote that way and spread, but don't call one a communist and one a racist. It just doesn't do anything. That's, that's my rant. That's all I got to say. You know what I mean? I don't know. We're all trying to figure it out, dude. I don't know what the, I don't, I don't know. I literally don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who I am. All I know is that I'm really hungry and my back hurts. My back hurts. My back is in pain. So I'm going to go take a really hot shower and I'm going to think about you while I'm doing it. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. This is episode 50. Episode 50 over and out. Did I hit everything? Uh, This, hit this, hit this, hit that, hit that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm out of here. I love you guys so much, man. I'll see you in Cancun. Oh, before I go, masszymes.com slash Brent Pella free. Get a free bottle of digestive enzymes. Just pay for shipping. They will also send you an awesome book um, that's kind of like a blueprint to optimizing your own personal health and well-being with all kinds of information on nutrition and diet and exercise and all all these things. I'm learning a ton reading it. Highly recommend. Masszymes.com slash Brent Pellafree and blueblocks.com slash Brent. 15% off your order of my favorite blue light blocking glasses. Okay, guys, uh, thank you for rocking with me. I'm excited to read all of the angry comments and and just uh, uh, I, uh, ex- I accept all of the, the, the hatred and, and calling me a, a far-left CNN uh, alt-right racist fascist commie. Um, I love you so much, okay? Have a good week. See ya.